You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello, this is Ross Dunn from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with my co-host, John Carcutt from Advanced Internet. How are you doing, John? Awesome. Great to be in Seattle. There goes all the formality. We're just, we're here. We're at SMX Advanced. We're happy, having a good time. And uh, we are interviewing today Eric Enga and Cindy Crum, two fantastic people. We're very excited to interview and people we've known for a long time. Yeah, very awesome. So, uh... I know a lot of our listeners will be very excited about some of the info they give because they're both amazing speakers. So, um, wh- what kind of things have you learned today that you want to share? Um, that I want Not to, to put you on the spot. I had, there was a, <laughs> today. I haven't been to many sessions. Yesterday there was a great session on schema markup and technology and, and, and some really good data about how it's impacting sites. That was a really good session. The rest of them have been. Hey. <laughs> but that's just because I mean a lot of people probably got a lot out of them, but it's just stuff that that wasn't new to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's the the one I really enjoyed. I haven't been to many because I missed the first most of the first day. But um, the U and A with Matt Cuts was interesting. Well, yeah. as as I posted on Facebook, you know, you, you only get a few tidbits here and there. That's just the way it works. Last year's was much better. This was kind of the, one of the weaker Q&As with Matt. Cause not, usually we get something from him out of those, but nothing this time. Nothing yeah. really. No, and, and I mean, he mostly, again, confirmed things we knew, um, but those confirmations do help. There's something. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. Uh, the one I really enjoyed, though, was, uh, was today. <laughs> can't even remember what date it is. Um, on advanced SEO, there's some really good stuff about HRF yeah. languages and uh, 
ways of speeding up your website. So we're, we'll cover that in a, in a further show. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. We want to make sure we've got enough time for our, our awesome guests. But uh, it's an excellent conference. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to share a lot of the info we're going to get from tell, it. Tell them about your fishing experience. <laughs> so we were at uh, Bing last night. Uh, it was at the uh, Bing party at the... Uh, I want to say Vancouver, geez, Seattle Aquarium, and uh, we got to fish for results. I mean, um, bling. bling. <laughs> we, we thought it was a very unfortunate yeah. uh, metaphor. Fishing but. at an aquarium, or it's like you fishing for results. <laughs> it's just like, wow. <laughs> we, we were just sitting in line making too many jokes. But, um, but we did go through the line twice. We did, we did, we did, because we wanted the swag. i got to look after the employees, you know. Um, but it's better than the first time when they did their opening. I've told this before, I think, but uh, we were at the opening party at Bing at uh, the Sculpture Park, or at least I was, and I uh, I went and tested their uh, their search engine, the new, search. the new Bing search engine, with this guy who's so proud, and I typed in Bing. What the heck? I wanted to see what, what Bing would say. Bing sucks. That was the first thing that appeared in <laughs> search results. He was, oh, that's just an error. Oh, and he tried it again. No. No, it wasn't an error. Pretty humiliating for the poor guy, but I, I was chuckling. <laughs> that, that tied with Bill Gates' blue screen of death. It's habit for them, you know? <laughs> but they were throwing a good party. They have awesome glowy things, right? Yeah, glowy things. <laughs> they had glowy ice cubes last year where the ice cubes in the drinks actually lit up and sparkled, and mm-hmm. they were good. Yeah, and they had that at the opening one, too, and they had it last night. We just didn't catch them, but um, we got some sparkly mugs. and well, You know what? We are going to do a swag show. We're going to show what swag we got. Swag show. There you go. Yes. I do still own the domain, topswag.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Google, topgoogleswag.com, because Google, we need more T-shirts. Google's been absent. That's one of the things about these shows. Google does not come anymore. They come to present, and cuts will come, but they don't have booths. They don't give out swag. I mean, they did the double-click thing for a while, but they, that's even... No, it's, it's, it's down there. Double-click's down There's there? down there. It's, it's in there. It's in a totally different area. Eh? They've got a whole... They've got an education center. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. They're, they're, it's the brainwash center. They're coordinating off a portion of the event center and doing their own seminars like separate from everybody else. It's like if you want to hear Google speak, you got to go to their little section of the conference and listen to their seminars. Yeah, there's cards everywhere here talking about it, but yeah, what, is, what is it called? It, it was pretty fancy. Like all the chairs are all in their yeah. Google colors. And with Google, Google Solar Solutions uh, for a constantly connected world. And they've got a map to their own little special place in the, in the conference. Well, yeah, you need a map. I, I, yeah, I, I kind of cool. stumbled upon it. I was like, what the? Pretty nice though, you know. It was, it's a very nice area at the whole I place. Sat through one. I, yeah. I, I should no. do it just to see what it's about. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you never know what they're telling people. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Well, they, the one I, I went down and I saw they were about to do was on on, on paid, and it was. Ah, well, that's yeah. probably what most of what they're doing. They're not going to do one on organic. No, no. no. <laughs> organic? What? They don't make money off that. Oh wait a second. I guess they kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But we need to be nice to Google. Google is our friend. Because we harass yes. a certain person. Yes. yes. We love Google, Google Matt. Google is amazing, Matt. 
<laughs> and we need you on the show. Yes. Yes. For everyone out there, get excited because Matt Cuss is going to come on the show. Oh, well, we're hoping he will. We, we confronted him in the Q&A after his thing. He goes downstairs and he poses for pictures like, like it's a red carpet. You can walk up and you can take pictures. So it's we priceless. Walk, it is, it's hilarious. I got a picture of it. I'll post It's like he's the real SEO rock star. But <laughs> <laughs> no offense to, to, to Darren. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we, we confronted him and said, look. He, he said in his Q&A that he really, Google really wants to do a better job of reaching out to small businesses and connecting with them to help them educate them. And Ross thought, hey, that's our audience. So we went up afterwards, and Ross said, we want to help you. <laughs> help help them. So we tried, we're trying to get him on the show, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah it was good. We got the nod. Oh, hey, he knows us. And he, pulled, he pulled out his little black book and wrote down our stuff. Yeah, he has a black. He has a little black book. I love it. It's, yeah. too, it's priceless. But, uh, yeah, he wrote down his info. He says, all right, I'll listen to a few of your shows. And we're like, mm. So we love Google. Yes. <laughs> I figure we should say something nice. And, and, and Matt, it's only because... You're not an easy target. No, that's, I, I don't know how to say it. It's, <laughs> it's Google. I mean, you're everything. So, of course, we have to rant and rave. Perhaps rant a little more often. But, yeah, well, we do rave. Yeah, we do. Yeah, if you go back enough shows, there are tons of raves. Like, it's disgusting. We've done, we've done entire shows on Google Webmaster Tools talking about how cool they are and the great things they can do. So, yeah. there's some good stuff. And this time, we want you to step in and, and just give some great info on, on the stuff that's coming and stuff that's being uh, launched, all these awesome things that will help small business and why Google, uh, all these tools are going to be helpful. So are we done pitching, Matt? Because I think we should get to our interviews. Matt, please on the show. come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, without further ado, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have Eric Inga. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. As a business owner, you labor for the love of it, and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security, and keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Hi there, Ross Dunn here from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with my co-host, John Carcutt from Advanced Internet. How are you doing, John? Doing awesome, man. First video. I can't believe we're doing it on video. I'm looking you face-to-face to tease you. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you're far enough away. <laughs> so uh, we're here with uh, Eric Engel from – is that how you say your name? Uh, you got it exactly right. Good. I don't know how that happened. Oh, good. Well, I've been listening many, many times <laughs> of uh, Stone Temple Consulting. And, Eric, I'm a big fan of your uh, – your shows. You've been doing quite a few on Google+. Plus. I have, yeah. enjoyed those. And uh, today we're going to talk about content marketing. And I know that's a big part of uh, your business these days. And I wanted to get an idea, for, first of all, for our listeners, what is content marketing? You know, it's a great question. And it basically, content marketing is a strategy for displaying your expertise through maybe published articles or different kinds of things that you do, maybe public presentations in your area uh, that show off what, that you're an expert and why you're an expert. And, and it really involves non-commercial content that you produce just for that purpose, to prove your expertise through helping people, which sounds like you're giving stuff away. And, in fact, you are. Okay. Yeah, and it's like we've talked about on the show in the past where link building is really building authority. This is another way to build authority indirectly so you're not going out and trying to buy links or, or trying to, like, build links. You're actually getting this authority by providing value to community through content, correct? Absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, that authority ends up being very important to you because there's been a big transition uh, in the way the world uh, works. So I'm going to draw a picture for you guys, right, because uh, this is the way I like to describe it. Uh, 150 years ago, you would have gone to the community store, right? And there would be a guy called Sam who ran the community store. And uh, he, you probably would go to dinner with him with his wife once a month, right? And you'd you know, be at the local dance, right? And you, you'd, you'd see them there. And so that had, there was a lot of trust in that relationship. But the world has changed, right? It's changed in a very dramatic way, right? And now that it's harder to establish that trust, right? You're probably not going to dinner uh, with the store owner or the clerk uh, uh, behind the counter. So how do you get that trust going? And if you're a small business in a local area, one way you could do that is by publishing content that helps solve problems for others without asking anything in return 
And then people see that you're doing that, and they start to trust you. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. Now, one uh, question I often get from small business, I have my own way of answering, but I'm interested in yours, is how do I differentiate myself if other people are already doing it and they're doing it well? It, keep, it almost seems like you're duplicating what they're doing. And, and, and some people have just, frankly, don't have a great idea for, for creating it. Where do you get your inspiration, and what should they do if they're finding that they just don't have any ideas? Well, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very tough question, especially the detail that you posed it with. Because, I mean, to me, uh, if you're running a business, a small business of some sort, you actually are an expert at something, right? Uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, in the process of that, it's not just a daily grind all the time, but you actually have some passion for what you're doing. So to me, it's, it's a three-step process. Identify what you're an expert in. Identify what you're passionate about. And then the third thing is to actually see what kinds of things the competition is doing. And excuse my slang here, but do what they ain't. <laughs> right? You find that, you know, I mean, and there may be a major national brand that's spewing all this content. And this is very scary to small businesses. They believe the major national brands have, you know, unlimited resources. The truth is they don't. doesn't matter where you go. These companies always feel like they have very limited resources. Um, and that major national brand is broadcasting broader messages, so they're not covering the details in the same way. And you can figure out what's not being covered and excel and I at think that. small businesses have an advantage because they're much closer to their clients, and they really understand the client's pain points. And they understand what these pain points are, and they're much – if you can create content around how to solve those pain points for these clients – that's gold. That's the stuff that really, really works well. Yeah, no, totally agree. It's one of your two advantages, right? You're, you're closer to the client, and the other is that you are looking for things that are more locally oriented by definition, right? That major national brand is trying to cover, you know, well, if it's the United States, the whole country, uh, but even in other countries, you know, you know, they're trying to cover a much broader market than you as a local business might be. Those are your two weapons. Use them. Now, do you find that content marketing for local businesses is, is pretty much a must to get the results that they want? You know, that's a great question, too. Um, oh, uh, if they get written up a lot naturally, well, maybe not. But, but uh, you know, it's to me, this issue of establishing trust and getting out there um, is really important. Here's a way to think about it, right? If, if in, you know, most small businesses won't be able to do what I'm about to outline, but I just want to illustrate it because it will help them think about why content marketing is important. If you were to identify the 10 websites that uh, were the most important ones to be on to rank well in your particular niche, right, and in your market, um, then hopefully your instinct would be immediately to go to, well, I want to be on all 10 of those sites. Because if I'm on all 10 of those sites, I rule, right? And by the way, search will work that way for you. If you're on all 10 of those sites, you will rule. And one of the best ways to do that is with content. But isn't, isn't the goal actually at some point to have everybody else wanting to be on your site? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. Okay. So uh, maybe 
let's take it the next step to an advanced perspective. And it's something we were talking about a little earlier was uh, some of the more in-depth stuff that Stone Temple Consulting is doing. Could you, uh, we do have some advanced listeners, and I imagine there's a few people that would love to hear some more about that, if you don't mind, just jumping into a bit of it. Sure. So I mentioned the idea of looking at what your competition is doing. Uh, and one thing that a more advanced person can do is they can pull data from uh, various tools, uh, the SEO tools like Open Site Explorer and Majestic SEO. And for people who don't know what they, those tools are, they give you lists of links to your site or to your competitors' sites. And you can actually go through those links and see which of them is most likely to be causing the most benefit to the competition, or if you have them to you. And you can start to make some decisions about, oh, they're succeeding here and we're succeeding over here, but let me get some of that, right? And I'll still have the stuff that they aren't doing, and I'll start getting the things they are doing uh, and, and getting a, a strong competitive advantage. I, I mean, I've kept it simplified, but the idea is really to to um, uh, get a little bit into the weeds about, um, according to the Majestic SEO or Open Site Explorer uh, ranking scores, uh, domain authority and page authority in Open Site Explorer, uh, and find out what's most likely driving results for them and learning from that. Great. So, so there's there's lots of different types of content. And this is a question I get a, a mm. quite a bit. Yeah. You know, there's text as content, video as content, photos as content, infographics. Where do you think a small business is probably going to be the best place for them to start? If they want to get into this content marketing, how do they step into this? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, you, you know, uh, and I actually want to broaden the types of content to help answer the question, sure, right? Sure. Um, can you host a local event and, uh, and, and speak about something that would be of interest to a lot of people? Uh, and, you know, be clever about it. Put a little event page up on your website. Uh, you know, tell the local newspaper that you're doing it. Uh, you know, give them advance notice. Maybe give you know, uh, give them uh, some advance information what you're going to talk about, and they might write about it. And they, you know, they, on their website they might include a link to your event page because they're going to want to offer people the opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, go to the event. Um, so that's an example of people don't usually think about that as content marketing, but it actually is, right? Um, when, or, when I came up to you to ask if you wanted to do this session, what did I say? I said, hey, Eric, you want to do some content marketing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yes, content marketing in action right here. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, a, a more mundane thing is, uh, but still very powerful, is uh, get the local newspaper used to asking you for quotes or maybe, uh, uh, you know, give them information or give them whole articles, right? Uh, uh, as, as a way of uh, building the relationship. And if you do that a few times, by the way, they'll actually start referencing you even without you giving them anything after that because now you have their trust and their relationship. Yep, you're a resource. Yeah, you, you become a resource. Yeah, and it's a very cool thing. Now, there's, I'm sure, a lot to that in terms of building those relationships. Can you recommend any resources online for anyone to learn how to, to get that first step in the door with a newspaper? Yeah, um, uh, let's see. I don't have a specific article in mind. I know it's something that I talk and write about a lot. Okay. Um, so. Uh, uh, so where do they go then? Uh, well, 
Well, uh, stonetemple.com slash blog, if you will. But but moths.com obviously has a lot of content on this, uh, uh, and and they do a lot of stuff. Search Engine Land uh, also. In Search Engine Land, you have to filter a bit more. You have to find the right column, uh, the content marketing column uh, there, but that's uh, our marketing land. Um, So there are great sites that have uh, uh, a lot of this uh, kind of information. I do want to mention, too, because we've mentioned the, the book, The Art SEO, on the show many times when people talk to us, where do you go? And Eric's the primary author on that book. So I just want everybody to know this. I'm really happy he's here. What book is that? The Art of SEO? Yes. 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 Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. and, Thank uh, you. Big fan myself and helped uh, do the review with uh, Stefan's. Yeah. Got there, so I love it. Great book. Yeah. I make sure all my employees look at it first when they first get hired. So Well, you thank you for that. It's yeah, yeah. very good. So... Uh, I want to also mention that you do those Google Plus. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Hangouts, and could you just give a little uh, uh, push for those? Because I think it's a really good uh, resource for listeners. It's called a plug. A plug. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Go. Lack of words here. Yes. So, um, yeah, Google Plus Hangouts on Air, uh, which is a type of uh, video uh, cast, if you will, uh, which is a live broadcast, uh, and we do it twice a week. Once it's called the Digital Marketing Answer Show, usually at Tuesdays at one Eastern time. And then there's the Digital Marketing Excellence Show, which is usually Thursdays at 3 Eastern time. I say usually because sometimes circumstances require us to tweak the time a little bit. Yeah, we're a little familiar but, with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Our listeners, are, we're always on time, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, but we have interesting guests who are constantly talking about digital marketing uh, topics. What's great about the, the Hangout on Air platform um, uh, and it's something that uh, businesses can c- consider doing for themselves, too, right? It's a different way to host a, uh, a live event is to let everybody in your community know you're going to be talking about such and such, right, uh, and promoting that. But what's, uh, the, the way it works is that you as the host are in uh, – here, let me put that down on the ground here. You're in a thing below the video which we call the film strip where you can see who the guests are. And you can have up to ten people in, in this film strip – each of which can talk live during the show, right? But it's also shown as a live broadcast on YouTube where additional people can go watch it while it's taking place live. And uh, the way we do it, we use a thing called the comment tracker, which allows people who are on YouTube watching it to make comments in the comment tracker, and we can actually pull their comments live into the show and answer questions that they're asking. That's great. So it's a great way to interact with your audience. It's a very powerful platform. Excellent. We'll link to, we've got a really, really active Google Plus community for our show. We'll definitely link over to it on the community. So if you guys are looking for it, it'll be there. Yeah, no, let me know when you, when you push it. Great. Well, thanks very much, Eric. Nice to meet you again, and I'm glad you could be on the show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, Ross and, and John.
Hello, Ross Dunn here from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with, well, first of all, my co-host, of course. How's it going, Ross? Thanks for that wonderful intro. (laughs) (laughs) Got to stay in character here, right? Uh, But I'm here with the wonderful Cindy Crum from... Mobile Moxie. Mobile Moxie. I always get it wrong, so I'm just going to get her to do it. Now, it's mobilemoxie.com. Yeah. And what is it that you are specializing in? So at Mobile Moxie, we do mobile SEO uh, consulting and mobile marketing strategy consulting. So that's what we specialize in. We also have a um, pretty cool um, mobile SEO tool set and also good for larger mobile pro- um, projects like generating ideas. There's an example database of example mobile marketing campaigns and stuff mm. like that. Um, so it's cool stuff. Very cool. All things so, mobile, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, all things mobile. This is good. So our crowd, we, you know, John and I have talked about it a couple times, probably not too well, uh, about mobile. And I thought, Cindy, we've got to bring her in. We, we need, to, we need to, to inform the crowd what, well, how to start. How, how do you be, even begin to make your website mobile friendly? Well, the first thing you should do is look and see how your website looks on mobile. If you have a mobile site or if you're doing responsive design, um, one of the main things I end up doing or helping companies do is test, test, test. Um, And that means testing on your phone, testing on someone else's phone, testing uh, Android iPhone, uh, tablet, um, iOS tablet, Android tablet, um, and lots of different screen sizes and different devices to make sure everything is working correctly. That's the best way to ensure a good user experience, and it's also a pretty good way to ensure that you're going to get crawled and ranked appropriately. Let's let's step back a second. Why is it important? Why is mobile so important? Because we, we've got a pretty our audience is pretty broad, but a lot of them are just stepping into this, and they might not understand why does it matter. Well, so Matt Cutts um, in the UNA with Matt Cutts yesterday um, said that he expects in the very near term that the number of mobile queries will um, outpace the number of desktop queries. So mobile's here; it's not going away. Um, we're right at kind of the crossing point um, statistically based on all the studies where in many things mobile is just about to surpass desktop in terms of um, not only search volume but behavior um, and frequency. So So from a small business perspective, like even we think like the smallest of small business, a mom and pop, they've got a website. Um, Are there tools that can automate mobile? I know you used to be. Are they any good? Have they gotten better? What's out there that can automate making your site responsive? Um, So I'm always wary of tools, Um, even though I'm a purveyor of tools. I have some. Um, But you have to understand how the tools work before you trust them. And a lot of people who make tools um, don't understand SEO. So they might do something that does a a perfectly adequate job um, at mobilizing content until it comes to what the crawler sees. so you have to be very careful. For small businesses, mom and pops, if you're building in, um, if, if your site's in WordPress, for instance, that actually does make it very easy because you can just go and buy a responsive design WordPress template um, and you're set to jet. So there are things like that that make responsive design very easy. I think we jumped ahead there. What What is responsive design? Okay, yeah, maybe we did. Okay, <laughs> so good point. So there are three basic options when you're building a mobile site. You can do... Um, M-Dots, which is what most of us are familiar with. M-Dot is a separate mobile page um, that has a separate M-Dot domain. 
Um, and m.yourdomain.com. So mobile. Yeah. So and you build those pages separately, um, and that's what people have done for a long time. And then the the next option is responsive design, which is what Google is pushing for. And that is where you have one set of URLs that kind of stretch and shrink depending on the device that's requesting it. So um, it involves a little bit more programming knowledge. And the way it, it works is they use style sheets and what they call media queries to help determine where the breakpoints are. And so, for instance, the, um, it'll pull a different style sheet for different devices. And, and perhaps, you know, if you're on a tablet, things will be lined up in two columns. But maybe when uh, the same content is requested on a phone, it might be lined up um, just in one long column, right? So it tells things where to go based on how much screen size is available. So it's really neat and, like, cool tricks. But um, it, it's good for Google because it means that Google doesn't have to index and crawl all your content twice. Um, and so Google obviously prefers that because it's lighter on their resources. So, so you mentioned that, like for WordPress, you can go out and buy a responsive design template. Can you talk a little bit about the difference between just having a responsive template versus a mobile-optimized site? Sure. I mean, people throw the word mobile-optimized around pretty um, liberally. Yeah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it around all the time. <laughs> so um, usually when people are saying mobile-optimized, what they mean is that it works on mobile one way or another, come hook or crook. Like, it just works, but it's not a specific... Um, Usually when people say it, and maybe you can clue me in on what you mean when you say it, but when I hear it, all it means is that the page um, has big buttons. Right. And in, that's not how I mean it, because there's some things you can do on a mobile site to take advantage of, like, uh, click-to-call. And when you do drop-down mm -hmm. menus and how your menu might change in a response site yeah. based on the device and screen size, right. those kind of things are more optimizing for a mobile experience versus just responsive design, which just squishes and opens up your site based on screen size. Yeah, and so that's what responsive design is like when it's done poorly. But responsive design can be done really well to, to include the user experience aspects that you're talking about to make it not only squish, and um, but also to keep th some things big, like the click-to-call buttons, or to make the, the menu slightly different depending on um, the device that's asking for the content. Right. So and that's great. I just want to make sure we covered that so people don't go out and just find the first WordPress responsive design they f site they sign f find for, like, you know, five ninety five, and say, "Oh, I have a mobile site." You've got right? to pay at least six dollars. Yeah, at least six. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to cover that. Yeah. So, so it's definitely worth it when you're looking at the templates to test them on your devices when they send you those links. Um, uh, send, you know, email the link to yourself and test it on your device, on your tablet, on your phone, on a bunch of different computers to make sure you know and understand how the different elements of the page will um, or will not behave uh, when when it responds to the device. It's kind of like, remember in the old days when you had you know, Firefox and Internet Explorer, you had to test your website on all the different browsers to make sure it worked because they all worked a little differently, and we got past Some all that. Uh, yeah, but we kind of mostly, <laughs> we mostly got past that, but, but now we're back to it with mobile. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, one of the things that I would be, I'd want to uh, warn people of is, is working with companies that say they do responsive design, but is there a way to, to know how good a company is at it? Yes, that is a very good question. I mean, it's something that came up a lot at this conference, um, but it's not something that's historically talked about 
very much in terms of SEO, and that is the biggest risk with responsive design, or the, the dirty secret that Google doesn't tell you when they say responsive design is the best, is that um, when you have a, like an M.dot page and then you have a desktop page, the M.dot page might be this big and the desktop page might be this big in terms of um, load time and file size and things like that. But adding the media queries and adding all the stuff that it takes to make a responsive design work can actually make the entirety of the page bigger, which is a problem when you try and cram it onto a mobile phone um, over a carrier network. So page speed is actually, I've been saying that page speed is the new page rank. Like page speed's where it's at um, in terms of making something that's going to be good for your users and good for the search engines. Google has been putting a lot of effort into their new page speed tool and they took the, um, they, the, the page speed tool, it'll give you a mobile page speed with a score and a feedback list of things you need to fix and then desktop, right? And it does that for everyone, whether you say you have mobile stuff or not, because they know half the world is on mobile. Sometimes people don't even have computers anymore. The younger generations are skipping that. So, I know, that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's my reality, and yes. I like it. Um, so, yeah, so Google is kind of forcing that issue by, by making you know what your mobile page speed score is, whether you're requested or not. And that, so that's a great tool, um, but it's also a good measure of a responsive design is how uh, quickly does it load, how well does it score in tools like that and other tools. Um, and what's interesting about mobile load time is that um, Google Forever has said that load time is a ranking factor. Um, and mostly it's a negative ranking factor. If you're too slow, you won't rank as well as you could. Rank, having a really fast page um, might not move you very much up in the search results, but at least protect you from being penalized or, or from going down, from losing position. Not to mention improved sales, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, <laughs> because there's plenty of st statistics that show that every time you increase um, your load time by one second, your conversions go up by like 50% or something. You know, they have all different statistics. I hate statistics, but the, the, <laughs> it's this way, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank God we're not in the industry with statistics. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that told me who, who, who in the world told me I needed to know math to do SEO it's like yeah. <laughs> why, why do you have to know math to do SEO you need to know math <laughs> but, but yeah so for the user experience for making sales for doing what it is that your business actually does that's not SEO having a fast site is also very important so, so as a small business owner what you would want to do then is run uh, potential, the prospective develop, development company run some of their sites through the Google PageSpeed tool. And you can just type in Google PageSpeed on Google and you'll find it in no time flat and see what the ranks are well. Yeah, 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 yeah it ranks really, really well. Um, so, okay, is there any other parting thoughts or ideas you have for our listeners when it comes to yeah, Memo? So, so let me explain. Um, I was kind of leading into this, which is that um, page speed for mobile is different because you're going over carrier networks, which are slower. Don't believe what the commercials tell you. 3G is not always the same, um, and sometimes 3G is still really slow, and 4G and LTE, that's what the carriers want you to believe, that it's really fast, but it's not always, and you're still going to have a slow connection if you're in an elevator or if you're not on Wi-Fi or if you're in a subway system. So um, don't bet on people having amazing um, connectivity on their phones, bet on them having pretty poor connectivity, and so that makes page speed more important. But now take that connectivity issue and kind of multiply it by 
let's say 50, because maybe that's the number of round-trip requests that you have on a page when you're building a, a website. So a round-trip request is every time the server has to go get something that's part of your page. So that's things like images, it's things like JavaScript or style sheets or libraries if you're um, doing stuff like that. So every round trip request has to go over that slow network and that's actually what has a bigger impact on load time in mobile than the total file size. So in mobile we do a lot of consolidating the, the number of round trip requests by doing things like um, taking five JavaScript files and instead of naming them different things because that's how we like to do it. Um, you would com combine them into one JavaScript file that still does all five things, but it's just one request. Um, and then you would defer the loading of that JavaScript, especially if it's for content that's not above the fold or that's not necessary, you know, in the first couple seconds of enjoying the page. Um, same thing with style sheets. Lots of websites will have, you know, as many as five style sheets per page, and that's just not necessary. Um, I've seen 20 or 15 style sheets per page from, from developers who just don't know any better. And, you know, fair enough, that stuff didn't really matter too much on desktop, but it does on mobile. So that's usually the first thing um, I start looking at when I'm working with companies that are going responsive. If they're thinking about going responsive or if they already have, if they're thinking about it, I look and say, let's see how your developers are doing things now. Can, <laughs> can they be persuaded, you know, or how, how uphill of a battle is this going to be? Um, and then if they've already done it, we look and say, okay, what have they got and where, where can we find some efficiencies here? Because that's going to help the users, help the SEO, and help the crawlers crawl more deeply every single time. When you have a fast page, you have a faster, more efficient crawl, more stuff gets indexed and ranked faster. It's just all good. You can't go wrong. Did you got time for one more question? Yeah, sure. Okay. So some of our listeners are sitting out there thinking, okay, I've had the same website for five years. It's been wonderful. I like it. I don't have the budget to build a new website that's responsive design, right? Yeah. What are some steps they can take to get into mobile to help them start to go in that direction and improve what they're doing? Mm, the baby steps. That's yeah. really tough. Um, so the, the little things that you can do without doing an entire rebuild are make sure that um, you have your address easy to find on your website um, linked over to a mapping software, especially if you're a small business trying to drive foot traffic. Mobile is great for driving foot traffic. Um, oddly enough, the other thing that mobile is great for driving is calls. Um, so having <laughs> We like calls. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, so having a clickable phone number, either having a big button um, that says call now or at least including your um, phone number on the page in a text, uh, in a bit of text because the phones will automatically make that a clickable link. Um, so those are the easiest things people can do. Beyond that, um, I suggest having a really stellar Facebook page because that's cheap free and they mobilize it for you. Um, and it'll rank really well also. Um, and you can put all of the address, phone number, stuff like that in there. And you can make it more interactive and social. And mobile and social are like, they're BFF, man. They love each other. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Cindy. And this is Cindy Crum from Mobile Moxie. And uh, stay tuned for more from SEO 101. <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Life Tips Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, I'm CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and I'm here with my co-host, John Carcutt from Advance Internet. So you get that microphone in front of you like that, you got to get that announcer voice going, is that what that is? I do, I have to get the... <laughs> I'm holding back, actually. Um, I don't have that timber of my voice. <laughs> God, <please> stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, well, it's been a good show. It has. A great, great discussion with both of them. Eric and Cindy both had some wonderful things to say. Yeah. Loved it. Really good points, and, and I think we might even transcribe this one. I think there's some really good stuff we Absolutely. can put into uh, some downloads. Uh, but, uh, you know, who knows? We might even get another one in. At this point, though, that looks like it's it for SMX Advanced from the floor, anyways. We yep. do uh, plan on having uh, a few follow-up shows with uh, some of the, the stuff we've learned. I took a ton of notes from the a few 
sessions I did yeah, do. I did so. as well. Oh, good. I did as well. Good. I never saw you with a notepad. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today. You can uh, tune in to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite.